0: I believe in loving inclusion. That is the reality of the world. It's the reality of spirit and creator. It is the reality of us. We are born in loving inclusion. We exist as loving inclusion. We choose whether we are loving and inclusive or not. It's literally the reality. And one of the most insidious things about Christianity is its insistence on separation and exclusion and specialness. It is such a damaging, trauma-inflicting worldview. And it's not true and it's not spiritual-based. It's based in human ego and fear. Sin is missing the mark. Love the sinner, hate the sin. Ugh. We're all sinners. Yeah, we're all making mistakes. That's it. That's all sin is. Sin is not eternal damnation. God damn. God doesn't damn. Human damn. So sin is simply missing the mark. It's making mistakes. It's getting it wrong and trying again. The Christian church is the biggest sinner on the planet. We do not have the authority to judge sin or to judge anyone else's mistakes. No one has the authority except that person. Well, except creator. And maybe not even that person because honestly, we would do well to judge ourselves less and be less harsh on ourselves for the mistakes that we make in this world. Everything is for us, including our mistakes. Everything is for us to learn what holiness is. So the mistakes we make are made on purpose so that we can learn what we didn't know before the mistakes were made. We do have the sovereignty in the world to say that's not for me, and these are my boundaries, and I don't want to be treated like that. But we don't ever have the moral authority or the position to say what is right or wrong for anyone else. No one does, especially not the church. This creation is so vast and complex and multi dimensionally interwoven that no one knows how all the pieces fit together or how they should fit together. No one could know that. No one can know what is right or wrong for one another. Hopefully we know our own experiences and feelings and rights and wrongs in our own life, but that's still a stretch for so many, so how could we possibly think we would know that for another? No one does, and especially not religious institutions that don't have a real understanding of holiness, an institution that judges and excludes like it's okay, like God said so. Any Christian church that excludes for any reason in any way in the name of Christ has missed the mark by a lot. They have fundamentally misunderstood the message of Jesus and the meaning of Christ in the world. And don't misunderstand, I'm super not Christian. I embrace Christ, but I reject Christianity. That Christ is a miracle we can offer to all. It's the recognition of the spirit of creator in ourselves and in one another. That is a miracle and a gift. And the church doesn't understand that. Like, it just fundamentally doesn't understand that. And the Christ isn't one man tied to a particular religious belief. It is the recognition of the holiness of spirit in all things. And it's not just Christ, it's Buddha, it's Allah, it's Brahman, it's Vishnu, it's Shiva, it's Jack in the copy room, and Olivia driving the bus. And Mizaki at his salaryman job. Nyao in the call center. And Chima and Nala sitting their exams. It's Samparna in her garden. And it's Rudy in the exercise room. And it's Shezzy at the counter at Tim Hortons. It's the trees and the birds and the wind and the waves and the water. It's everything in existence. No exceptions. When there are no exceptions to the completeness of holiness, there is a lot of time spent in repairing where we got things wrong and remembering parts that we have excluded in ourselves and in others. It is a healing where we believed incorrectly. It's a healing where we got it wrong. And if there is any sin that needs to be healed, it's the sin of exclusion. It's the sin of judgment and separation. And it's just a mistake. It's not real and it's not forever. And it can be healed in an instant like it never was. It's damaging to have an institution that is supposedly teaching spiritual truths, take an aspect of existence that is for all, the Christ, and gatekeep it as special and only one human being, only happening in one human being, who is the son of God, and keep it separate and gatekeep it and say it's special. It is fundamentally uh, misunderstanding what Christ is. That Christ is a title. It's a role. It's a living, evolving process of recognizing ourselves and the world we inhabit as inspired. The only son of God. Well, what happened to the rest of us? There's only one son. One. Forever. And he's only available for our one true faith. (laughs) We have him. We have the true God, son of God here. The Christ spirit is inspired in everything. Teach that. Teach that. Stop teaching that communion with, with Christ spirit is only available through Jesus, the church, and the church leaders. It's insane and it's false. Christianity has been gatekeeping the divine presence on earth in the form of their flavor of Jesus. It's only this one time and it's only this one way and it's only this one person and we've got him. Only here, only in Christianity can you find it. The church's power and authority is rooted in teaching human beings that we will forever fall short of the magnificence of Christ the church's power and authority is rooted in teaching human beings that we will forever fall short of the expectations of Creator, that we will forever sh- fall short of the role model of Jesus. Not good enough. Never good enough. How dare you think you're good enough. We'll never be good enough, wise enough, loving enough to be like Jesus on the planet. And that's why he came, by the way. Jesus is a role model. He's there for all of us. He's there as a role model. Like Buddha. Like like I don't know any others. <laughs> when we're set up by our spiritual authorities. To always be unworthy of our role models. To always fall short of our role models. We will. And we will always other the possibility of being Christ on earth. We will always put away the idea that we are also divine. Because why would the church want us to know our own divinity? Because then we would no longer need them. The Christian church wants us to remain shame-bound sinners. They want indebted sinners so that they can continue to provide us with salvation. We do not need institutions of spirit when we have direct relationship with Creator. We do not need institutions of spirit when we can have divine relationship with ourselves and experience divine presence in relationship with everyone else and every other being and everything that exists on this planet. The entirety of creation is inspirited and our communion with spirit is available everywhere in all things, at all times. We just haven't been able to recognize it as such and we haven't been taught that that's okay. We've actually been taught that that's wrong and bad. We don't recognize it as such and we've been taught to put our authority and permission of the communion with spirit in institutions outside of ourselves, in institutions of faith. I used to work for a company that was owned by Christadelphians. If you look up Christadelphians, they believe that the Bible is infallible, that is the direct and utter truthful word of God and cannot be questioned. (laughs) Sorry. But one day I was speaking with my bosses about communion with spirit, about communion with God. And their reaction to my sharing that I believed that I was in communion with spirit all the time was shocking to me but also probably what you'd expect from from church elders it was skeptical dismissive scorn if they as church elders as baptized believing faithful to the book and god church elders barely felt worthy to communicate directly with god how could i as a non-baptized, secular, pagan woman, be in communication with God regularly. That's not possible. I'm not allowed to be. And this is one of the insidious aspects of Christianity is who is and is not allowed to communicate with God. The church is very specific about that. They have to gatekeep that. They have to guard that. They have to be the only ones. Their elders, their priests, their leaders, their elite, have to be the only ones worthy to speak directly to God. Because if we can, why do we need them? We don't. And for a long time I questioned whether I was allowed to speak for spirit. And it stopped me from making podcasts like this because I thought maybe I wasn't allowed. But I am, and so are you, and we exist, which means we can speak for spirit. We can speak for creator. Speak for creator. Speak for spirit. Please, please go speak for spirit out in the world. Whenever you feel guided to, don't be afraid. Don't worry if you're allowed. You are. You're encouraged. You're encouraged. I encourage you. I know who you are. And if you're speaking in love and peace for spirit, I want you to speak out loud. All right. I guess that's it. Um, Thanks for listening. Uh, Check out the website, churchofbelovedpresence.ca, lesliedavidson.ca. Um... I have a Divine Reminders Library slowly gathering together things that I've been creating and and giving away for free um, that help with practice and being spiritual in the world, um, practice communication with spirit in the world. Uh, I think that, number one, we haven't been taught this. We haven't been taught. It's been held away. The church doesn't want us to be divine presence, beloved presence in the world. Why would they? Um, there's lots of, of ways to keep us. It's much easier. It's really just much easier to have an oppressive society um, of inequity and injustice where a few benefit and thrive if, if we're kept shameful, if we're kept unworthy, if we're kept believing in our own inadequacy. Honestly, you're brilliant. You're brilliant and you're wanted and you're loved and you're worthy and you're valuable. And this went on, got on a little tangent. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, if you're hearing this, maybe you question what you're doing. And if it gives you peace and joy, just do it. I can't guarantee that you're going to make any money off of it. I can't guarantee that anyone else is going to care. But I can guarantee you that if you feel peace and joy and love and inspiredness while you do it, you're meant to do it. Please go do it. Speak art, write, act, sing, dance, whatever it is that gives you that sense of being alive in the world, it's necessary, needed, and I want you to do it. Please go do it. All right, check out my website too. Go ahead and get on the mailing list if you want. Okay, thanks for listening. Okay, bye.